Welcome to Hearts Aligned, a tapestry of heart-touching stories, motivation, wisdom, and inspiration. Join your host, Deshaun Williams, every Monday at 4.30 p.m. as they connect and align hearts. We have a podcast guest, host, and comedian, uh, C.A. Knupel on the show today. How are you today? Good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You know, um, honestly, we were supposed to do a podcast interview uh, a while back. Didn't quite turn out how it needed to be, but I'm definitely glad that we was able to uh, get you on the show for this specific series of awareness and change on mental health, um, your views on it. So if you don't mind uh, sharing with the audience what it is that uh, what it is that you do and how you got into that field. Uh, well, I do a lot of things, but mental health related, I have a, I don't know what just happened, but um, I do a lot of things, but more specifically mental health related. I, why does it keep bouncing? That's weird. Is that you doing that? That is not me. That is not me. That's so weird. Okay. Sorry. Um, I do a lot of things mental health related, but most importantly, I have a mental health foundation um, called The Mind That Matters, and that's where I do interviews with people around the world with different mental health conditions to kind of give an in-depth look at what life looks like when you have a mental illness and symptoms, but also, I don't know why it keeps doing that. Hold on a second. Let me fix this because this is going to drive me nuts. I don't know what that is. Hey, so what we'll do is we'll literally just like I'll just start all the way back over because you've been bouncing. Like your screen has been. Yeah, I don't know why it keeps doing that. Past minute now. (laughs) I don't know why it keeps doing that. That's never happened before. So I'm expecting bad weather here. It may be something on my end. I don't know. Okay. But StreamYard won't let me use my phone at all. Um, it blocks the camera and the uh, it blocks the camera and, and the microphone. So uh, if it, it does, luckily the video doesn't get um, put out. Um, just the audio. So if it bounces, let's just I would say let's just roll with it. Um, okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah, if we're just doing audio, then it doesn't matter because I got about fifteen minutes. I gotta go. So apparently, I gotta take my son right. on the bus to school. So I gotta leave here. Uh, so let's start over. Okay. So hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Creating Revolutionary Hearts. My name is Deshaun Williams. I'm your host. And today we have podcast guest, podcast host, and comedian C.A. Knubel on the show. How are you today? Good. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, so if you don't mind uh, telling the listeners what it is that you do, because I know that you wear a lot of uh, different hats and how you got into that field. I do wear a lot of different hats, but most importantly, I'm the founder of The Mind That Matters. It's a mental health platform and foundation that when finished, because it is still all in setup form here, will provide all kinds of information for people around the world, whether they have insurance or not to different um, sources of help and information regarding mental health. So. And that's called the 
The mind that matters. The mind that matters. I was thinking about the original name for it. <laughs> that's yeah. Um, the original name for the project was the Mentally Kill Project. Um, that's when I started doing interviews, but the actual foundation name is the Mind That Matters. Okay. Um, so the Mind That Matters. Um, maybe I need to change the name of my pro um, program because mine is a mind to remember. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> um, when I so you've been very open about um, suffering from BPD. Um, and, um, several other things. Um, I don't want, if you're not comfortable with going into details about it, I completely understand, but if you would like to share a little bit about it, then the floor is yours. I'm an open book. It's okay. Uh, I do have borderline personality disorder or BPD for those who don't know. Um, I consider it, even though this isn't actually totally accurate, kind of a mix of um, PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder and bipolar disorder. But in reality, borderline personality disorder is kind of like when you get a mix of like an, like a surprise bag from the store for like 20 bucks and you have no idea what's in it. And that bag is full of different symptoms from all of the mental health conditions in one. So you just kind of reach in and you go, great, cool. And you pick out a bunch and it sucks. Um, no two borderlines are the same, but it is known as the most painful mental health condition, and one in 10 borderlines usually die by suicide for that reason. It's very deep emotional agony. But I also have complex post-traumatic stress disorder and what I like to call the Millennial Starter Pack, which consists of ADHD, anxiety, and depression, of course, and also technically psychosis. So got a little fun pack here of um, <laughs> mental health conditions. Yeah, it's nice to have millennial starter pack. That's a that's a real thing. It really is because it's hard to meet people who don't have like one of the three, to be honest, or if not all three. This is true. It's just between you uh, uh, saying like the the surprise pack and then the millennial starter pack. The first thing that went to my mind is uh, Forrest Gump. Mom always said life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what yep. you're gonna get. And then the millennial starter pack. I've heard you say it before, but I don't know. It just, it gets me every time because I think you are the only one that has ever explained it that way. Um, and it, it's wild. Um, but you're completely honest. And you know, I had never, I had always heard of PTSD, uh, but I had never heard of uh, complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, until I interviewed another guest recently and she was like, I suffer from CPTSD. And I was like, what does the C stands for? And she explained, I was like, oh, okay. Um, and so, um, it definitely made sense. Um, and you know, while you, while you brought up the, uh, because I heard you mention the death by suicide. And this is a statistic that the uh, CDC released from 2021. Uh, this is something I've put out a lot um, recently. So the CDC in 2021 said that the death by suicide rate went up by 4.79%. And, uh, and the age range that it 
affected the most with a rate of with a growth rate of growth rate of 36.6% was young adults between the age of 10 to 24 years old. What is your take on that? I think it's totally accurate. And I, I think a lot of that is because we don't talk about mental health like we should. When you're in that age range, especially what I consider young adult, you go through a lot of changes. Number one, you're becoming an adult. That's a lot of responsibility on a person who barely knows half a person, you know, to, so to speak. You have to figure out what exactly you want to do with the rest of your life. By the time you're 16, 17 years old, you're going through a lot of hormone changes to begin with. You're going through, still going through puberty, still trying to figure out skincare regimens, and now you have to figure out your whole life right now and take out loans and all of the things, figure out what school you're going to and literally define your whole life. That's a lot of pressure. And some people just can't handle that pressure without, without the use of therapy or without someone to talk to, to help with anxiety management and stress management. It's very easy to slip into depression and it's very easy to fall into suicide ideation because you're so overwhelmed and people don't realize how much pressure that we put on these young adults. And I mean, even moving into 21, 24 range, now it's like you've been through school, you got a degree or you didn't, you know, whatever way you went that way, there's a lot of stress. It's like, did I pick the right job? Then you can't find a job and you're stuck with all these bills and all this debt. And you're like, I'm going to go to the bar. You know what I mean? Like, what else can I do? I'm old enough to go to the bar now. Let, let's go to the bar. Now we're developing all these unhealthy coping strategies and mechanisms. And it now leads to addiction. And it's either that or they're committing suicide or they're just, there's like a few, a select few out of the pool that we pick out that might do okay because they have good support systems at home. But the rest of us don't have that. So um, it makes absolute sense to me. This is... You just spit fat, so straight especially fat. as someone that, especially as someone that dropped out of college more than uh, four times. Uh, <laughs> so I definitely understand. It's like, like I have no college degree, but I have this. But you got debt though. worth of debt. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yep. I got this debt though. It's like, so what do we do? And everyone's like, uh. I got this degree, but my job only pays this and it'll never work out. Um, so I definitely understand. Uh, and I agree with that. Also, us not having the conversations around mental health, you know, um, I'm going to definitely get your viewpoint on this as well. Um, society has said, oh, we'll talk about mental health in the month of May. We'll talk about uh, suicide prevention in the month of September. Other than that, we don't discuss it. And in my opinion, I say that's what we fail at. But where would like would you agree or would you add on like more to that? I agree. I mean, they set certain months out for us to talk about it. They set, you know, it's only when either we have certain months where it's like raise awareness or something very serious in the media happens for example um what's his name wow can i'm having a total brain fart right now um aaron carter there you go until something like aaron carter happens now we're talking about suicide again but we weren't talking about suicide when people were bullying him online we're talking about the, the the you know the possibility when he went through a very public downfall nobody wanted to talk about it until after he was already dead 
And that's kind of the problem where it's only spoken about during those certain times of year or again, when something happens that's mainstream media. Now it's just because it's something to talk about. So it's a major issue. Most definitely. And, you know, in the month of May, it's like Mental Health Awareness Month. This is what we're going to do to raise awareness on mental health. The month ends and they're back in the same old routine. Nothing's changed. Nobody stood up to make a difference. Suicide Prevention Month comes around and it's the exact same thing as May. And it's like, okay, when are we going to stop talking about what we're going to do and start putting action behind the words? Because we can talk the talk all day long, but we have to be willing to walk that walk. and just like, hey, I made a graphic. That. Here you go. Right. It's like, <laughs> like, so many people can say, oh, well, I, I, sp- I spoke about mental health and suicide prevention for one day. Okay, that's one day. We have 364 more days. Between those two months, we have 60, roughly 61, 62 days that between those two awareness months put together. You talked about it for 61, 62 days. It's still three, 303 days left. Yep. What you doing for the other 303 days? Nothing. Exactly. And so many people say, oh, well, you'll get over it. You're, uh, you're just using it for an excuse. And the truth is nobody is using their mental health as an excuse. Uh, Granted, you may have some, you have very few that may, uh, but you still have those who, um, they are true and they mean what they say, like they are struggling and they are calling out for help in society. It's like, suck it up, shut up and move on. And you know what? That brings about, about another problem too, because here's the problem with that. For example, With my borderline, I tend to split on people. Is it excusable? No. But I will explain what's going on so that people have a better understanding of what happens, why, and what my triggers are. It doesn't mean you should dance on eggshells. doesn't mean you should care or consider what I'm telling you. And it's not an excuse. And that's what I hear a lot. Well, you're just using your mental health condition as an excuse for your crappy behavior. No, I'm giving you an understanding because I have a personality disorder that sometimes affects the way that I think, behave, or respond to certain situations. That's not me excusing my behavior. It's me shedding some light so that you might understand a little better why I act that way. It doesn't mean I don't owe you an apology or that I should should act that way. It just means that a lot of times I don't have control over my behaviors in those situations, and I'm trying to help you understand why. That's all. It's not an excuse. It's an explanation. And I hear it way too often. It's frustrating as hell. (laughs) Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, Like, I can't, I can't apologize for the way that I feel. Um, And so many people want us to apologize for the way that we feel. Like we're not supposed to have any kind of emotions. Um, So the next question would be, as society, what is it that we could do to better raise awareness around mental health as a whole? Pay attention. For the love of God, pay attention. 
it's really it boils down to that this is not something you comment on when you see something online you go relatable and you share it to your pages and to your friends this this is our lives and our brains are wired differently than most and with a little bit of compassion and understanding things may go a little bit different but right now everybody just does not care it's all everybody for themselves and you hurt my feelings and i'm offended without taking into consideration like we don't even know what feeling that is because we don't understand them. So just by giving a little bit of patience and understanding, I feel like we'd go a lot further in the mental health world with education and, and awareness, to be honest. I think that's really the first step. Anything else is just asking way too much too soon. Most definitely. Uh, and the key words, pay attention. If you cannot do anything else, pay attention. And that means sometimes just learning how to shut up and not giving a response. Just because honestly, sometimes we just need someone that they can that will listen to us and not put in their two cents. Cause half the time we don't want your two cents. <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> and you know that that's just the that's just the honest truth. Like it's sorry to be harsh, but sorry not sorry it's the honest truth um but that will bring us to the end of today's episode and today's topic for all the listeners that would like to get in contact with you what is the best way for them to do so uh, you can visit my website it's cacanoobl.com or c-a-k-a-n-o-o-b-l-e.com you can find me on most social media under that name too so Believer, you'll find her on the almost all social medias on their name. Or Google. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> so my name is Deshaun Williams, and this has been another episode of Creating Revolutionary Hearts. Remember, this is not goodbye, but this is until next time.